Welcome to the Tweet Trends Podcast. Hey, Yvette, what's trending today? Hey, I'm Yvette. Hey, girl. And you are tuned into Tweet Trends. It's the quickest way to find out what's trending today. Hey there, welcome back to Tweet Trends. Today is the first day of Women's History Month, and I am so excited. So let's get started. Hey there, and welcome back to Tweet Trends. In honor of Women's History Month, all of the episodes of Tweet Trends this month will be focused on women in history. Now, with today being the first day of Women's History Month, it's also National Black Women in Jazz and the Arts Day. So that's what we're going to focus on today. So go ahead for the rest of the month, plan on bringing something to write with and something to write on because class is about to be in session. When most people think about jazz, they tend to think about this great group of men and their bands. However, we have to take into account that in the early 20th century, women played a range of important roles when it came to the popularity of jazz being spread around the world. Now, because back then, piano and organ were considered more socially acceptable for women to play, then there came a... That, that was a barrier for them. And therefore, some of them, because they weren't able to take center stage with their instrument, then they became composers or arrangers or even the managers for other artists. Now, there were some women that did go ahead and, and spread their wings. But in a lot of those situations, too, especially the African-American women, they had to maybe go overseas to Europe or even Asia sometimes in order to be able to be um, noticed a little bit more or respected a little bit more than what they were in America. So I want to go over a couple of names that maybe you haven't heard of, but um, I think they're worth doing a little research and hearing what, what their music was all about. 1904 to 1956, we have Valeda Snow. She was a master trumpeter, but she also played a dozen other instruments, as well as singing, doing arrangements for orchestras, dancing, and she also appeared in early Hollywood films. Now, she did not get her just due in the United States. Therefore, what did she do? She left. She went abroad and toured for years in East Asia and Europe. Now, however, where her story takes a turn for the worst, she winds up stuck in Denmark during World War II and became ill while she was imprisoned there. And in 1942, I believe, she escaped and then spent the rest of her career back in the United States. However, her health never recovered. Nineteen oh five to two thousand seven, we have Peggy Gilbert. Now Peggy was a daughter of classical musicians. When she was in high school, she was told that the saxophone was unsuitable for a woman to play. So what did she do? She taught herself how to play it anyway. After graduating, she started her first band, the Melody Girls, 
and then she went on to lead ensembles for decades on vaudeville circuit and the Los Angeles scene, eventually becoming an official with the Musicians Union there. She continued to perform well into her 90s and passed away at the age of 102. Here is an excerpt from a reply that she made to an article in Downbeat Magazine back in 1938, Why Women Musicians Are Inferior, was the title of the article. Her reply, A woman has to be a thousand times more talented, has to have a thousand times more initiative, even to be recognized as the peer of the least successful man. Nineteen twenty to nineteen ninety five, Ginger Smock. Orphaned at the age of six, she was raised by her aunt and uncle. But at an early age, she showed extravagant talents. At the age of 10, she performed at the Hollywood Bowl. A year later, she gave a solo recital at the First AME Church of Los Angeles. She was the only Black member of the Los Angeles Junior Philharmonic's All-Student Symphony. And she even had her own show, although it was short-lived, she had her own full-length show that she hosted on Los Angeles's CBS affiliate KTSL back in 1951, which made her the first Black band to host a regular TV program. Hey, that was Ginger Nye. Hi, Ginger. Hello, Claude. Say, that's a fine box you got there, hmm? You mean my violin? <laughs> yes, let's make it, baby, one time. I should say not. Pretty please. No. Please. Well, maybe. All right. Well, rock me, baby, rock me with all your Thank you for joining me for today's episode. School is officially out right now, so hopefully you learned a great deal about the three women that I highlighted in today's episode. And please, by all means, if you would like to learn some more or maybe hear some more music from them and to get a better feel for their style with their particular instrument, please, by all means, look them up. I'll try to post a few things myself. You know where to find me, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube at HeyEvette. That's at H-E-Y-E-V-E-T-T-E. Or just look for the hashtag tweet trends. All right. Have a great day. And I look forward to seeing you on Thursday when we can get a little bit deeper into Women's History Month.